Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From The Standard in London, I'm culture editor Nancy Durrant. If you're taking a little break from festivities or if you are very much over them, here is a special taken from our theatre podcast. Hello and Merry Christmas. I'm Nancy Durrant. I'm Nick Curtis. And I'm Nick Clark. Welcome to a very special end of year episode of the Standard Theatre Podcast. That's right. This week we're going to talk about the stuff that's really impressed us over yeah. the past year in theatre. Our favourite performances, our best shows, the most eye-opening debuts, all that great stuff. See, you dreamt of being a pilot, but you never got to fly. See, you dreamt of sailing the seven seas, but never got to try. Well, let Navy lads get so... Where's Stella? Out on the porch... I'm going to ask a favor of you in a moment. What could that be, I wonder? Some buttons in back. You may enter. With the things that you do. Picking up at midnight. Ow! But you said. I know that I could come over, but not that I could stay over. But my mum was not having it. Okay, but did you try? I everything? tried everything in the plan. I gave them your mum's number. Sad, call it funny, but it's better than even money that the guy's only doing it for some dog. 
professionally speaking, why don't you think it's the drug? Professionally speaking, two very good reasons. You asked to see the scans of the volunteers with the greatest effect. Are you interested in who they are? Of course. Plus, what we're looking forward to in 2024. Remember to hit follow on this podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Shall we start off then with the performances that really impressed us over the past yeah, year? Yeah, there have been some super ones. Yeah. I mean, it's an <laughs> astonishing year, isn't it, where we barely even mentioned James Norton in a little life, <laughs> yeah. you know, which at one point seemed like was going to be one of the biggest things of the year. And now yeah. people are like, what, when, four-hour yeah. play, who yeah. cares? Yeah. 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 It's funny, as I was thinking that this morning, I was like, oh, yeah, I saw that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was a feat, and that was sort of it. <laughs> I think we do, we do have to kick off with the winners of the standards Natasha Ritson Award for Best Actress joint winners Patsy Ferran and Anja Navarsan Is there any more to say no? Is there, there isn't much more to say I mean it was just it was astonishing you know Patsy Ferran of course stepped in with a week's notice yeah. to play Blanche in Streetcar Named Desire I once went out with a doll who said uh, I am the glamorous type I am the glamorous Type. I said, so what? And what did she say to that? She didn't say nothing. That shut her up like a clam. Oh, did it end the romance? No, it ended the conversation. That was all. But they were up against Sophie Okonedo, who's Medea, at Soho Place, I thought was really, mm. really, really impressive. Yeah. I was just watching her in Slow Horses this weekend, and she's such a fantastic actor. She is yeah. such a good actor. What sort of really hit home with you guys this year? I know that I was wittering on about how I felt like I, I saw it as a very important performance all the way through, but I'm still, I'm still kind of taken aback by Andrew Scott's Vanya. It was virtuosic. It was mm. so kind of conspiratorial. You really warmed to his presence on stage, even though he's playing about 30 different people. <laughs> I think maybe it's eight. But um, again, it was such a feat, but he did it in a way that made me care about it. Mm. I mean, another virtuosic performance, I thought, uh, for a very different play, a very different reason, was Daniel Rigby in oh Accidental Death yeah. of an Anarchist. So good. He, his performance contained multitudes. I mean, it was a, it was a, a role that initially could have been really annoying yeah. and it's you know it starts off and it's turned up to 10 and you think oh no can we can we live through this ah uh, yes you poor love it must be so hard to keep track of all the investigations these days we're doing our best <laughs> if only that were true no this one is but in fact he just had the audience on a string I mean it yeah. was funny it was searing I mean it was so because it was driven by anger as well so it was this extraordinary production it was I like think. hilarious and felt dangerous yes. at the same time he never let up he mm. never slipped it's one hell of a script mm. like it was brilliant and just to say actually both that and Vanya were fantastic update slash adaptations yeah. Yeah. of classic plays but yeah Daniel Rigby I was on the edge of my seat mm. kind of terrified of him but willing him on at the yeah. same time yeah. it was brilliant I think you need to mention Ruth Wilson Nick yeah. since you're oh, the only yeah. one who saw it oh yeah that 24 hour play that yeah. I saw that was like you know yes. life changing true I mean that was that was just astonishing and, and, and as Ruth Wilson said when I spoke to her about it. It proved there's an appetite out there for weird stuff. She performed opposite the same scene opposite 100 different men without rehearsing with any of them. A lot of them were amateurs. Um, it was a fairly sort of innocuous scene, but the whole thing had a cumulative incredible yeah. power. I wasn't there for the full 24 hours, though. I'd, I'd Slacker. <laughs> <laughs> really? A couple of critics were there. I, I mean, I saw them and it was like they'd come back from the Vietnam War or something. <laughs> well, it, so it's one of those that in a couple of years' time, millions will say they've been there, but you actually were there. The so we've got yeah. the I will so. never be able to tell that lie. Absolutely true. But also a year of amazing ensembles. The three current ones at the at the National Theatre, all of them female-led, Infinite yeah, Life, The Witches, really and The House of Bernardo Alba. Yes, House of Bernardo Alba has Harriet Walter in it, but you know, it's, yeah, exactly. it's, it's just you know, a team player. Just one of the it, other brilliant women. And the women. National has two more ensembles out on the road, or should I say transferred to the West End. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And again, full of 
as you say, star names, but it feels like an ensemble. Although I have to say, with Dear England, there is one standout in that. They're totally Joseph Fiennes. Yeah. You know, you forget within five minutes that this isn't Gareth Southgate. You did admit there were slight prosthetics, but that's not it. It's his accent, yeah, it's, I mean, his it's his gestures, it's how... It's his body language, isn't yeah. it, as well? It's extraordinary. And you just think this is Gareth Southgate. I tell my players that what they are a part of, what we are all a part of, is an experience that lasts in the collective consciousness of our country. Every yeah. Yeah. It's, He's it's, got that sort of diffidence. He's always leaning back as if yeah. he doesn't want to be too much part of whatever silliness is going on. Yes, it's that sort of funny. quietness but that, that is masking yeah. you know, all sorts of emotions. Um, and of course, the motive in the queue, which yeah. has just an amazing array of actors all doing their best work. It does, yes. Mark Gatiss, uh, Johnny Flynn and Toppence Middleton holding her own in a very uh, masculine play actually. You know, yeah. She's really the only, only And a tough, you know, in a tough role. She's yeah, playing, playing Elizabeth bloody Elizabeth Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> best musicals guys. <laughs> well, I mean there are only really two in the running. Really, well, I mean, if, if it was that. an award. You very yeah. diverse. Well, it was a good year. It was a good year. Go on, give us your two. Well, I mean, you know, Guys and Dolls, it was dead good. They did yep. it really well. But yep. I think as Nick Heitner pointed out, uh, uh, when, when he got given the Evening Standard Theatre Award, it's been the best musical since 1950. Come on. Come on. I know he was uh, slightly ungracious, but anyway, you know. <laughs> and he was right. You know, it's difficult to put new musicals up against something like that because yes. it is a sort of yeah. superb piece of, like, example of the genre. Yeah. Sunset Boulevard, I just thought, was absolutely bloody amazing. I was a bit like, oh, God, am I going to enjoy this? But actually, just Jamie Lloyd just absolutely refashioned it into something so Those are brilliantly both really formed. bold productions, aren't they? Because, no, I mean, Guys and Dolls has been amazing, as you say, you know, as, yeah, as exactly. says, since 1950s, but you would never say that of Sunset Boulevard. No, no I mean, it's not, it great, 90s, it's not a great... But also because it's not a classic. It's not a great musical, um, but he made it into a great, great night. event. Yeah, yes. great event. I was yes. surprised you wouldn't have mentioned Operation Mincemeat. Yeah, yeah you are right, you are right. We're contractually obliged to watch it in every episode yeah. <laughs> of this podcast. It is true. But what the hell happens then? So, Hitler's on the train and he's feeling kind of tired. He's drugged in a fog like a mental abyss. Mine pants have been stolen. We'll trade them for Poland. God, that's brilliant. But listen to this. But I haven't got to the exploding socks yet. You've had a verse. I know a little Yeah, it's quite nice to be talking about things that people can still see. Yeah. yeah. These things exactly. are still running. And, you, and um, Mincemeat has just been extended again. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're now 427th time. Let's go to a quick break. See you in just a minute. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.
Welcome back. Looking forward to next year. Indy Rubensingham obviously taking over at the National. It's quite difficult. In 2025. In 2025, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, but she's uh, going to be yeah, like yeah. skulking about on the sidelines. She's going to be. While. She's going to be laying plans. It, it's going to be interesting. You know, it's it's hard taking over a thriving place. I think. I remember uh, Michael Attenborough saying that to me when he took over. The Almeida, you know, you really want to be the person who comes in and saves somewhere. But she yeah. is taking over the national. She's going to have a strong hand to play at the national. But I think she's going to be really, really interesting. And it's going to be yeah. interesting to see what she's thinking And also, she if, if, you, if you take over somewhere that's genuinely failing, like you have got, I mean, she's going to have financial issues anyway, because that yeah. loan that they took out over oh, yeah. COVID, the culture fund loan, or what yeah. it's called, is going to come due in mm. 2025, which is a pretty pretty god-awful timing yeah. but in a way I think it's better to take over something that's doing well because it's obvious you don't need to kind of do a kind of root and branch culture change and that is that's a real yeah. you know that's really hard yeah, yeah. No, well exciting. let's talk about the new plays that we're excited the to the big star yes. the first really massive thing has got to be Plaza Suite right? yes yeah. like, that's sort of well, that's not so much the new play that's the big <laughs> no. star no, 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 it's the new, it's the new product new show yeah. new show new show yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know that's Sarah Jessica Parker S- and Matthew Broderick somebody said to me the other night is that going to be any good and I said who cares it's a bit like you know it's a bit like sort of someone saying to me is the fuel consumption on this Ferrari any good it's a deeply you know it's an exclusive Exclusive um, experience, yeah, you know, exciting. Thing. Some people are going to pay for, it and yeah. uh, and some people aren't. You know, are not going to be able to. Yeah, and there's a lot more stars mm. to follow as well. Obviously, Ray Fiennes and Indira Varma going to yeah. be yeah. doing the latest Macbeth. Yeah. yeah, which you've seen already in Liverpool. I have. Yeah, it's coming in in February. Mm. Yeah. Wasn't totally blown away with it, but I, I would. I mean, they're they're both interesting actors. I, I think Varma's Lady Macbeth is terrific in mm. this. I wasn't totally sold on uh, on Fiennes's Thane, but uh, well, we'll see what what happens when it comes to in. Doc X. This yes. is the. It is in a warehouse. Yep. Uh, rather than an established venue, so that'll be an interesting uh, for, for audiences. Yes, yeah. There are quite a lot of people going to strange places. So Felicity Huffman is going in a place yes. called spelled H I R, pronounced here. It's about it's about gender out. identity yeah. um, at the Park Theatre. So Felicity Huffman in Finsbury Park, who was obviously the big star or a big star of Desperate Housewives. Yeah. <laughs> but also uh, Matt Smith is heading back to the stage. Yeah. Was, was the last thing he did lungs? Possibly I think it was. I think probably. it probably yes. was, yeah. Yes. He's, He's doing an enemy of the people. Yeah. yeah, but it will be a very different enemy of the people because it's Thomas Ostermeyer. Yeah, it? and it's mm. Ostermeyer's UK debut, I believe. Okay. Um, lots of fascinating stuff coming up later in the year. Ian McKellen uh, in Player Kings for Robert Icke, you know, very, very experimental director here, doing his take on Shakespeare's history plays, and this will be McKellen playing Falstaff, you know, yeah. role he's very never exciting. played, which will be extremely exciting. I just really hope that they cut some of those useless, useless scenes for Falstaff because they're um, so, so, so annoying. Given it's Robert Icke, I think... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be savagely cut to bits, probably, um, and and totally you know new minted. Um, and then we have Brian Cox and we Patricia did. Clarkson, Logan I mean, Roy himself, wow, coming yeah. into. To do Long Day's Journey in tonight. I mean, again, I mean, Brian Cox and Eugene O'Neill just feels like they are absolutely yeah. made for each other, doesn't it? That's an extraordinary play. There's, if, if they do that uncut, there's loads of bits where uh, where they the characters read Shakespeare to one another, and normally people cut that. I'm almost tempted to ask if they'll leave the, that in yeah. for this one. <laughs> And that's The Standard. For all the latest news, go to standard.co.uk.